Good evening, wherever in the world you are. Thank you so much for being here. You are listening to Courageous Self-Love, the official podcast for the self-love revolution happening right here, right now. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and today's episode is self-love and divination. Ooh, juicy topic, huh? Let's just jump right in and define what divination is. Divination is a noun, and it is the practice of seeking knowledge of the future or the unknown by supernatural means. Also found in the dictionary for divination are things like fortune-telling, prophecy, prediction, Now, if this has you feeling a little iffy or skeptical, don't worry, you're not alone. If this is right up your alley and I'm speaking your language, welcome. And I hope that this back to basics foundational discussion of divination will help you take what you already know even deeper. But for those of you who are feeling skeptical or iffy or not really into that kind of thing, let's look at it this way. I would say that most people, whether you believe in God or not, or whether you believe in quote unquote this kind of stuff, I would venture to say that 100% or at least 99.999% of the people on this planet know the concept of getting a vibe from someone or the concept of following your gut or your intuition or feeling like someone has good energy or bad energy or has had the experience of something feeling just right or something feeling off. Religion and belief in God aside, I would venture to guess that if you're listening to this podcast, you have had one of the above, if not all of the above experiences. And to that, I say to you, that is intuition. That is divination. It is this concept of trusting this feeling other than the obvious physical form in front of you as an indication of either a choice you have to make or a direction you want to go. Because here's the thing, if you're making a decision, you can do things like pros and cons or you can do a whole lot of research or Yelp reviews, or ask for advice from friends, talk about it till you're blue in the face. But at some point down the road, if you are in tune at all with what is going on in your body or the signals that are around you, you are still using some element of divination or some element of intuition. And that's what today's episode is really all about, to provide for you a foundation of what divination means 
and what it could mean for you and your life. For those of you who do believe in God and believe in a concept that God and or angels and or the other dimensions and or non-physical metaphysical beings are trying to help you in this thing called life and are trying to communicate to you somehow some guidance from quote unquote the other side then divination is for you divination is a concept that can help you continue to be open to the signs that are available to you everywhere you go if you choose to be open to them and for those of you that don't believe in an other side or don't believe in god or don't believe in religion or anything like that even single-celled organisms have some form of perceiving the world around them and use those forms of perceiving the world around them as a way to make decisions or decide on which path to go forward. I remember when I was really young and I I think I was probably five or six years old and something on TV came on and it was Tai Chi. And it showed two practitioners of Tai Chi where one was standing in front of the other and had their eyes closed. And they were a reasonable distance apart and the person who was standing behind had their eyes open and was moving their arms around. And the person in front with the eyes closed was moving almost like a puppet based on how the person with their eyes open was moving. And my five-year-old brain was like, what is this hocus pocus? This, this is a bunch of crap, right? I don't know if I used the word crap at five years old, but I definitely had that wrinkled brow and look on my face. And my brother was there and so was one of his good friends. And I just, as sassy as I am, I've been sassy since day one. I was just kind of like, that's not real. What is that? That's not even a thing. How is it possible that the person in the front with the eyes closed is moving exactly the way the other person is moving their arms without being touched or without being able to see that person? And my brother's friend was like, well, it's energy. And I still wasn't convinced. And so my brother's friend basically stuck his hand in my face, really, really close, didn't touch me, nothing offensive, but just, you know, he asked permission and he put his hand really close to my face and I could feel the heat of his hand. And he said, do you feel that? And I said, yeah. And he said, yeah, it's energy, it's heat. And then he asked me to close my eyes and I did. And then he said, do you still feel that? And I was like, yes. And that was maybe my first introduction into divination and into metaphysical. And when I say metaphysical, I basically mean non-physical. Energy, vibes, things you can't see, touch, taste, or hear, but you can possibly feel in some way or you can perceive in some way. 
And I remember that moment to this day. It was so crystal clear. Like he literally blew my mind with this concept. And ever since then, almost 30 years ago now, I have been fascinated with the concept of the non-physical and the concept of energy and intuition and vibes. And I was always a questioner and I was always open. So 30 years later, almost, I am super into quote unquote this stuff. I am very into intuition readings. I see psychics all the time. I do readings for myself all the time with the use of oracle cards, pendulums, muscle testing. There's all kinds of we call them divination tools that you can use to guide you on your journey of life. I also believe in signs from God, from the other side, from angels. And so I believe that it's no mistake when a certain song comes on the radio and the lyrics have an answer that I've been looking for or a stranger at Starbucks says something that speaks to me for whatever reason or a certain episode of a TV show that I decide to watch is portraying an event that I am actually going through and that I relate to and that TV show helps give me an answer that I've been searching for. And now you don't have to believe that God or spirit is guiding some of these answers, but I would like to think that most of us could probably believe that we can gain some guidance from our inklings or our curiosity or the things that come on the radio at just the perfect time or the words that people say at just the right time, the words that we needed to hear. I mean, I don't know how it, how it can be denied. And I think with hindsight being 2020, I'm sure that if you were to think about any person or any situation in your life that did not go the way that you wanted it to, it could have been as simple as you stubbed your toe or someone who you trusted was actually not who you thought they were. If you were to look back, I'm pretty sure you could find at least 99.99% of the time that your intuition had something to say about it before you even got into that situation. Or if it was a stub your toe situation, I'd be curious what thoughts you were thinking at the time that you stubbed your toe or right before you stubbed your toe and if that was the frequency or the vibe or the energy wavelength that you wanted to be on. So I'm kind of bopping all over the place, but the idea is it's not blasphemy if you believe in these kinds of things or if you're inclined to be open to these kinds of things. And the reason that you might think it's blasphemy due to your religion is because it's just misinformation. I mean, think about the way the media and Hollywood portrays so many things incorrectly and especially with things like divination and psychics and fortune telling they have definitely been portrayed not so greatly in the movies 
And it's just really funny because when I think about the classic picture of a fortune teller, I'm thinking of like Pee Wee's Great Adventure or any other movie where you have the woman dressed up like in ridiculous clothing and staring into a crystal ball and being really eccentric and extravagant with her language and you know oftentimes it turns out that she's a quack and that's just not true that's like there are so many ways that intuitive people channel information I would also say everyone is intuitive and everyone is psychic if you allow yourself to be, if you're open to the vibes and to the energy and to the very subtle cues that are available to you. So I invite you to put aside all this worry about blasphemy and going against God or Jesus or religion because here's the truth. We are human beings, we are animals, we have instincts, we have primal instincts, we have perception, we have an ability to sense what is going on around us beyond the five senses. And I would be really surprised if I met someone that had zero experience of what I'm talking about. So with that being said, The focus of today, again, there are many tools for divination, but the focus of today is the use of oracle cards for divination. Now, oracle cards are different than tarot cards, meaning that tarot cards are a specific set of cards that are in every tarot deck. They might look different, but essentially it's they have suits known as the major and minor arcana. They are numbered, so there's like the nine of swords, the three of wands, the, I was going to say the two of clubs. But tarot is, is slightly different, where oracle cards are more diverse, meaning Every oracle deck can be completely different. There can be an oracle deck about fairies or about colors or sacred numbers or sacred geometry or nature or native spirit oracle deck, crystal oracle deck. There's lots of different ones that you can find. And when people develop these cards, They are using the gifts of their own intuition as well as guidance from their own spirits or angels or higher power to channel them into the cards so that each card becomes a divination tool to give you guidance to move forward. And the most common way they're used is you ask a question or you have an issue or challenge that you're working through in mind as you're shuffling the deck and then you pull a spread and a spread is essentially the number of cards and the arrangement of the cards and so there can be a one card spread a three card spread every single oracle deck author will provide guidance on the different spreads that you can do. And you can even get really fancy and make up your own spread. 
to really illustrate it, I'm going to use an Oracle deck that I developed that I am so proud of. It has been on my heart to develop this Oracle card deck for, I want to say, two or three years now. And I completed the deck last year, and I was still kind of tweaking it even through this year. And I just got a bunch printed, and I'm so happy with them. And some of you have already purchased your copy, so thank you so much. I will be mailing them out. Actually, by the time you hear this, they're probably already on their way to you. And I'm just really, really excited about it. I do have a few extra copies. So if this intrigues you, please feel free to reach out to me with any questions. And I would love to help you get your own copy. So without further ado, let's get into the deck. This deck is called the Self-Love Activation Oracle Cards. And it is a 44-card deck and guidebook that I developed. Now, the deck is split into six different categories, and I'll just read the back of the box for you. Self-Love Activation Oracle Cards. If you are currently a human being on planet Earth, self-love is a vital ingredient for creating a truly meaningful and satisfying life. This 44-card oracle deck is a collection of important self-love lessons from over 600 lifetimes. It translates guidance from other dimensions in a way that is relatable to you, the modern mystic. For your convenience, the deck is divided into six categories. You can work with the entire deck or one category at a time. The cards within will kindle your desire and activate your deepest truth. It is my greatest honor and brings me much pleasure to offer them to you. So the six categories are money, spirituality, relationships, body, community, and career. Each category has seven cards and there are two wild cards for the total of 44 cards. And so basically, the deck comes with a guidebook, which will give you some ideas of how to shuffle the cards, how to use them, and different spreads that you can use. And then on each card is a special message that will help you answer your questions and give you guidance. Now, the thing with divination is it doesn't always look the way you think it'll look. Sometimes all you'll hear is the same message over and over and over and over again in a song, in a word, on a TV show, in a book. You'll keep coming across the same message until it gets through to you. And that's kind of the way that it works. I just wanted to say one more thing too about the blasphemy. I will tell you, I am dating a Christian man, as some of you know, and he used to hate it when I called myself a witch or when I would do these weird things with these oracle cards or my crystals. It was all very new to him and he was raised in the South and they don't talk about this stuff. They're not into it. And I will say after many conversations and just from being together for 
three and a half years, he now has his own oracle decks and he has bought his own crystals as well as sound healing bowls. And so for those of you who are really religious and worried about if believing in this kind of stuff or using this kind of stuff goes against God, I would say that God makes no mistakes and these oracle cards were developed because of something that was planted in the person by God. There are certain messages and truths that need to be translated in different ways. That's why some musicians translate it through music, singers translate it through their voice, speakers also through their voice, authors through their words. A lot of psychics and intuitives will translate guidance through oracle cards. I could go on and on forever about that, but that's generally how divination works. And it's not going against God. It's really just expanding your senses and your perception beyond just what you see, what you smell, what you hear, what you taste, what you touch. It's about tuning into the frequency and the vibes and the energies of that which is beyond the physical. It's about tuning into the chemistry that you can feel between you and another person or between you and a situation and tapping into that and opening yourself up to a wider range of guidance. So if anything, it's not going against God, it's opening you up even more to God and to the guidance that is available for you. And for those of you who are strictly science and don't believe in God at all, or strictly don't believe in any of this stuff, I would love to have a conversation with you about it, not to argue or not to prove you wrong, but I would truly love to hear and dialogue back and forth about how maybe there is a way to find some common ground because I'm struggling right now to find the right language and I don't know if I'm doing a good enough job explaining divination for those of you who don't believe in God or don't believe in, or who strictly only believe in science and what you can see. I just don't have a lot of experience with that, so I would love to dialogue with you about that. And for those of you who do believe in God and who this is totally your jam, I would also love to dialogue with you as well. I would love to hear how this episode resonated for you. I really love oracle cards because they have truly helped me when I have felt stuck or worried about something. I'll I'll be really worried or I'll have like a really strong question that I need guidance on and I'll just shuffle the cards and I'll pull a card and it's like it's literally always the right answer. And even when it doesn't feel like the right answer, I sit with it for a few days and eventually it reveals itself to be the right answer. So anyway, that is all about self-love and divination as well as about this self-love activation oracle cards. There's a video available on my website if you want to see what the cards look like. And there's also photos of the cards on my Facebook and my Instagram. I'll link them in the show notes. Again, I'm on Instagram and all, and YouTube and all social media as the Amelia Fortes. 
So if you want to take a look at them or if you have any questions about them, I do have a few copies for sale. So definitely let me know. I would love to send you a copy. Everyone gets a special surprise goodie uh, when you purchase a copy, the first 100 copies that I sell. Thank you so much for listening. If you really love this episode, give a five-star, three-to-five-sentence review on iTunes. New episodes coming out every Thursday. This has been Courageous Self-Love, the official podcast for the self-love revolution. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and I am out for now. If you're loving the show, make sure you become a patron. For as little as $2 a month, you can get episodes where you can't get anywhere else. Go to patreon.com slash theameliafortes. I'm doing man.